0: Hi, I'm Dan and I'm James and welcome to the Cornwall Property Podcast
1: where every week we bring you the latest news, hot topics and guidance around the Cornwall property market. Stay tuned to be informed, inspired and to have any of your property related questions answered by trusted local property professionals.
0: Welcome back. This is episode 38 of the Cornwall Property Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm James. And we're here to inform, educate, inspire you guys to get involved with property with a particular emphasis on the Cornwall property market so um, thanks for joining us if you have are coming back um, and uh, thank you for joining us if your first time is here now with us so um, yeah we are here literally there's a big housing crisis in Cornwall we're trying to not only educate you guys on property keeping you up to date with the market as well as the regulations and updates and legislation and things because it is a bit of a minefield at times but it's, it's also trying to educate you and how you, can you possibly get involved with property how could you help this Cornwall housing crisis and uh, you get in touch with us and we'll hopefully help where we possibly can
1: Absolutely and to all our viewers and listeners thank you for all of your lovely feedback and just as a gentle reminder on how you do that you can go to cornwallpropertypodcast.com go onto our front page there, scroll down to the bottom and you can get in touch <laughs> with us that way but as many of you always do go onto our social media platforms such as Facebook and just reach out to us and we're ever grateful for all the comments and uh, involvement you have with the podcast. So thank you.
0: Definitely so. So today's episode, this is our market update episode, whereby Dan and James, myself and James, will be simply just identifying a couple of articles that we've spotted in the in the news over the last week or so and um, they've caught our eye and we think yeah it'd be be interesting to have a little chat about really so we'll also be looking at later in the show bear with us and we will be sharing our picks of the week so these are properties I I pick a commercial property that's current in the market and James picks a residential property that's current in the market and we're looking to give you ideas and suggestions on how we could possibly bring these properties back to the market um, for local housing essentially, because there's a big, big demand for that and a requirement for that. So my first article this week is from landlordtoday.co.uk. And again, um, all of the show notes will have the uh, article links in them as well. So please have a little gander at those if you need to. But the one that caught my eye, and it's not a surprise, I don't think, James, I don't think you're going to be surprised by hearing it, but uh, apparently Rightmove has uh, confirmed that bills included has become the most searched for term for renters. Mm. So... With everything that's going on with the, the cost of living at the minute, there's no surprises there. People are trying to say and, and trying to cement and fix their bills as much as they possibly can. And rightly so. So, yeah, the most popular search term from prospective renters sourcing right move properties and scouring right move has become bills included. So the portal has said that this term, which was only the sixth most searchable term a year ago, has now overtaken other keywords such as pets, or gardens, garages. So it, bills included is a very, very in demand term being used and I do not blame them we we have properties that we offer um, as bills included as well for renters as well don't we and they are flying off the shelf just because people want to be able to fix they want to know what they're paying week in week out exactly that bang on security is the one so yeah it's, it's no surprises there for me James I doubt it is for you
1: no, it's um, it's a shame the kind of the market's gone like this, uh, where people are just having to get like an all-inclusive package. Uh, I think once upon a time people were a bit more cherry-picky where they wanted to live. I know I've spoken to many people in Cornwall that would rather not be in a sort of a city kind of in uh, for example. They'd rather be in like a lovely little village hamlet that's close to the coast. But I don't even think that's on the cards side It's just somewhere that they can literally afford. Uh, I mean, even if you're as a couple, there is only so much that you can afford for the rental. Um, and most people would give a bit of an allowance let's call it maybe sort of two two to three hundred pounds for bills uh, per calendar month but with everything going up at the moment I think people are more concerned that they take on a property and they they then have to hand in their notice because they can't afford to live there, or even if they're purchasing, they can't. Uh, you know, they can just about scrape the mortgage payments. Which, let's be honest, they're not exactly going down in price at the moment. Um And with inflation and cost of living, I think it's uh, yeah, it is a shame, and some people will miss out on their you know their first rental property or their first property of where they actually would like to live. They're actually now being forced to. We've got no choice, but we have to go for a property that's here and uh, not have that sort of dream first rental or purchase, yeah, which but- is a shame. But that's that's the market we're living in at the moment. With the Interestingly as well, they
0: actually do in this article, it has actually mentioned that the actual search areas that people are looking at, where you could say that this postcode plus a mile, but they've actually doubled the area on average. People are doubling the search area now. So mm-hmm. bang on exactly what you said, people aren't finding where they want to be. So they have to, to kind of compromise and they're compromising in the area in which they're looking now. It's now doubling in, spot, uh, in size. So, yeah it's, it's it's no surprises there but again alarming but I thought it's just one worth bringing to the table second article that I am going to be bringing is actually from right move the news section of right move itself um, and it's how house prices have fallen for the first time in 2022 so this year is the first time the house prices have fallen but I think if you actually read this article now as well it's actually not as alarming or concerning as the article and the headline makes out because you read the you read the headline and you think whoa okay what is going on Is a property now dipping is it's now dropping the market it's going to crash well actually it's not a surprise Um, and the article goes on to say that it's it's August summer holiday season it it happens people are not buying as much in this type of the uh, time of the year and as a result people who are needing to sell are lowering their prices as well so it's the first year that many people have been able to actually actually get away so again it's going to be a little bit bigger than probably a previous August Mm -hmm. uh, lull in prices and things but what what this actually has to do with prices, more home movers are tend to put off moving until they come back from their summer holidays as a start. Um, and as a result, fewer people are looking to move during this time period. So there's less kind of demand during this time of the year. So it's no real no real um, oddness into this. So the average asking price of a home in Great Britain fell by almost £5,000. So not masses, but uh, this is a general drop of about 1.3%. So this is actually on par with the average August drop over the last 10 years. So again, the headline makes you think, uh-oh, oh, alarm's going, property's crashing. But when you start actually looking at the data, there's nothing to be aware or alarmed about. It happens. And this little drop is the same as it's been for the last 10 years. Um, mm. There's always a little drop around August time. So yeah, I just I thought that was a bit worth educating you guys. If you weren't so familiar, if you're a bit worried by that article or you've seen others, um, don't be don't be concerned because essentially it's, it's happening. What will be a key uh, term will be What's the price look like uh, in the next couple of months after mm.
1: the summer? I, I think demand's slowly is starting to come away a little bit. I think you make some good points about the people waiting till they come back off their holidays and stuff like that. But I think with interest rates rising, people are sort of thinking, do we actually really want to be getting like a mortgage now? Like people know there's going to be a few more hikes. I mean, that's the general consensus. And let's see. You know, taking a look at this year 2022 there's been hike after hike and there's more hikes coming there's no doubt about it I can confidently say that because the banks are already talking about it after just having one but I think people might be thinking well you know those mortgage rates might come down in a couple of years so why don't we just put off buying Um, you know for a couple of years and then see see what happens then and People are thinking, oh, will the property market come down a bit? Maybe we get a better deal into you. So people are just holding and and they're staying put. Uh, But, you know, time will tell. But it's no surprise, especially in Cornwall as well, because prices have just gone nuts over the last couple of years and it had to stop. And in previous episodes, we've talked about the plateau, kind of like they're not dropping yet, but they are just about, you know, they're at their peak. But maybe now is that time where we are going to see a bit of a dip. um, And that doesn't surprise me. But I don't think it's going to be too much of a dip so I'm not concerned no no I'm not concerned I was
0: going to say exactly the same thing I'm not too worried by this if anything it's just a little bit of a people are just still trying to assert themselves get their confidence in it and I don't think there's enough stimulus yet um, to see prices go up again just right now but yeah, I'm, I'm not concerned. I don't think anyone else should be right now. But it's just it's good to know and be aware of, I think, is the key there. But yeah. uh,
1: James, what have you got for us? Yeah, I've got a couple of headlines, which I found on mortgagestrategy.co.uk. Uh, just remember, for all the uh, viewers and listeners, to that all the links are on the um on the podcast notes here, but one that caught my attention was tenants staying put as rent um, rent surge. And this was a report by Property mark Some of the points in here were a shortage of housing stock is forcing renters to stay put, with 73% of letting agents saying that they have seen an increase in the number of tenants renewing contracts over the past year, according to Property Mark. The rental market is seeing a surge of tenancy renewals as a lack of availability properties. Sounds a bit familiar down here in Cornwall. And this means that many tenants are preferring to stay put rather than move, says the estate agents bodies in the July private rented sector report. Uh, I don't think that's any major surprise, and I think that's similar to people that I've spoken to here that are, you know, are renting at the moment. People are too scared to, you know, what what if they handed their notice and they can't find another place? Are they better off just staying put where they are at the moment? Because what if they handed the notice and they can't find anywhere else? Any thoughts on it, Dan?
0: Yeah, I, again, I think it's a safe, safe, no surprises, but it's a safe move, isn't it? People know what they're doing; they know what they're getting where they are. Um, mm. If they're happy, unless there was something drastically going wrong with where they're currently at or maybe the landlord's trying to sell or things like that, I can't see why people would want to move, essentially, um, unless you're trying to relocate to somewhere completely different. But no, no, no surprises there. Again, tr- you know where you're paying, you know where your bills are. Maybe by re-entering um, a new contract, it gives you that security of paying, you know what you're paying for that Absolutely. period of time. Because obviously we we're talking about the um, the white paper and things like that previously where you're going on to rolling tenancies. Um, whereby in essence there's less security for tenancy if that was to
1: happen because the landlord could essentially increase the rent any time yeah absolutely that's um, a really good point point. and um, the the article followed on with a couple of points was the um, property mark chief executive Nathan Emerson says the private rental market continues to be battered by the perfect storm of high demand low availability and affordability issues that shows no sign of easing that's you know that's what we hear all mm-hmm. the time here in Cornwall and this shortfall between supply and demand led to 82% of agents reporting month on month rent price increasing in July, a new record for the body which has 18,000 members and I I don't think that is... Completely landlords being greedy just because they can. I think that is honestly because there's a proportion of those landlords that may have come to the end of their two or five year fixed term and they've now signed up for another two or five years, but the rates are more. And as often, where does the buck gets passed to? The tenants. Um so yeah, it's uh not surprising. Most people are staying put at the moment. And uh it'd be great to hear from the viewers and listeners, you know, what well, what you guys are doing, who's renting? Are you guys think, thinking the same thing, or are you thinking about moving, or do you think you'll just stay put whilst you've got a decent you know rental amount so yeah we shall see on that okay. second and final article i've got today uh was from a report uh, from a mortgage broker lms majority of july mortgages fix for five-year fix in july and we've been banging on the drum about this haven't we done for the last few episodes about just if you can get a five-year or two-year even longer than five-year fix get it put in now just because the um um the, the rate rises. The article goes on to say the proportion of remortgages taken out on five-year terms was 70% this July, says LMS. This compares to less than half being taken out for this length uh, length of time a year ago, says Chief Executive Nick Chadbourne. For the 54% of borrowers who increased their loan size this summer, the average monthly payment has increased by £226. Which, you know, for a household that's a lot of money uh, on top of... <laughs> Your gas bill's gone up by £200 per month in some cases, depending what gas you're on with. It's, um uh you know, gas bottles. I know gas bottles are so expensive down here and come on, they've gone through the roof. So it's, 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 it's tight, really, really tight. The article goes on to also say the most popular reason for a remortgage, LMS reports adds 35% was to release equity from a property. The majority of those who locked into fixed rates in July plumbed for five-year fixed products to hedge against rising interest rates. But we might well see their popularity drop in August as people wait to see if rates will drop again towards the end of the year. Again, similar to what I was saying earlier, but I don't know my own opinion. James's opinion here today on the podcast. I can't see the rates coming down any time this year. I think they'd have to be revalued by early next year for me yeah, at the end. And again, point. just
0: to say, we're not mortgage advisors. We're not financial advisors. So do your own research and speak to your professionals. But in my head, I'd be like, I think part of me would want a three-year fixed. Maybe like five years feels like a long time. I'd like to think where we're at now mm-hmm. within five years. I'd like to think it'd be bound come down quite a bit again. Yeah. But maybe three years' time. I think that's kind of like a good kind of period where we're at. So we're, the interest rates we're at now, we're seeing probably. Well, we're doing our figures now on six, seven percent interest, aren't we? Probably Absolutely. For our mortgages. Of course, that's
1: sort of buy to let, like different to residential, commercial as yeah.
0: well. We're doing it within a company. Um, they're not on our personal names, but
1: yeah, I can't.
0: S- I reckon another couple of years at this, three years, I think. What what are your thoughts? You, I, You're the, the kind of finance guru out of the two of us, I suppose. But in my head, my gut's saying, well, I probably want to fix like a three-year because it gives us that little
1: bit of flexibility. I, I think that's sensible. I think three-year would be, again, as stands says, if we're not mortgage advisors. But I can only just see the jumps that have happened have been sort of personal mortgages. Mine was uh, up for renewal. I was quite lucky, really, at the beginning of 2022. And I was getting, you know, sort of 1.8%. I mean, now standard residential mortgage even on good loan to values you're you're looking in the three to three point five percent of that Easily, that's yeah. quite meaty um and again you know monthly payments it's double are jobs, higher, isn't it? yeah, it's yeah cool. that's it i mean i i personally would yeah i think three years is good because you're doing a time to five years then three years time then they've dropped back down to the you know the the late one point something um so yeah i think three years is probably where i'd be as well Dan. so yeah good mark there interesting
0: well guys i hope that's helpful we've got now we're going to share our property picks of the week so if you're viewing on on youtube you can obviously watch us in, in real time if you are obviously listening on an audio device obviously once you've finished driving or whatever you're doing obviously please feel free to have a look on the show notes and you can have a look at the right move links that we're going to take you to now but um my property is a commercial property in central truro and this is actually a property that james and i looked at and um we liked it we we just just wasn't really going to work for us. Um, wasn't really going to fit with what we wanted. and I think, yeah, it's it's a good opportunity though for someone that has it, got some time on their hands. Um, it is a derelict. Well, it's going to be derelict if it's not already. Um, when we viewed it, the it was a printers company in there just finishing up and closing up. So the landlord is not wanting to release it out. He wants to just just sell it. And so yeah, it's an empty big empty building, big empty block, just at the top end of Truro, just like my Malpas. And um there's no views really as such, uh, but it is a nice big lumper building where you could easily to convert this. as already they've put a planning application in currently to convert it into four apartments. Um again, they look like they could be nice apartments, nice one-bed apartments. It could be good, could be nice. But uh yeah, definitely one that I think could be a great opportunity to bring some properties to the market and make a little bit of cash on if uh, for the right person. That's definitely for sure. But again, what are you going to need for this? You're going to need a planning consultant um, just to kind of sure. make sure that all the all the planning is in place and everything you want to do. You might want to make some amendments to the plans, perhaps. Surve- surveys need to make sure they're doing being done. Um, and obviously, make sure you do your numbers locally um, as well just to make sure you're safe. But again, this is on with Martin & Co. Um, Will, who you would have listened to, hopefully, uh, with us a couple of uh, episodes ago as well. He uh, is the agent for Martin & Co. So feel free give Will a shout and he'd be able to tell you a little bit more about this place. But yeah, up offers in excess of 400000 And And uh, yeah, they're currently waiting planning. So there's no planning there at the minute, but it's going to be sold with vacant possession. And uh, yeah, a be opportunity there.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think you've got some good space there. I think it always just boils down to, you know, it, everything at the right price. You know, it's been on a little bit of time now, one week, uh, I think, uh, roughly, maybe yeah, two. maybe a couple, I think, yeah. But it's, um, yeah, I think it's just be a little bit too expensive to make the numbers work. But again, as Dan said, it does depend what your model is. Um, it might be quite a good flipping uh, opportunity uh, to buy it, develop it, and then uh, sell all the units off if you were to do flats there. But mm-hmm. uh, I think there's definitely opportunity and, you know, as always, it's a derelict building um, and it can nothing. provide homes and it's doing nothing at the moment. So yeah, still there's an opportunity there. For sure. I've got something on slightly a more smaller scale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Res- residential uh, property of the week. Here is Street. Street in Camborne, which is TR14. It's a cottage here on 160,000. It's a two-bedroom mid-terrace house in need of some finishing off. As the uh, particulars say, accommodation briefly comprises of a light and airy lounge, kitchen with doors leading to the garden. On the fl- first floor, you will find the family bathroom and uh, two bedrooms. Outside, you will find an enclosed garden uh, with uh, which is a block-built storage shed. So from looking at the pictures on here, it's a, it is a little bit dated. It's a little bit tired. But in terms of refurb, I don't think it's actually too brutal. Uh, I think it's um, in fairly good order. Um, and it just needs some love and attention. But I don't think you need to spend a huge amount of money to uh, bring this back to its former glory. And yeah, I think 160000 is fairly honestly priced. And um, yeah, I think you could add some value here. Dan, any thoughts?
0: For sure. Uh, I like it. I like it. I like the numbers. I like the number. I haven't done any research in Campbell in regards to what uh, top whack values would be um, when finished, but it's not, it doesn't look like there too extensive work to be done. Things like the, the hard bit, the rip-out, just like they've sprayed everything white, to be fair, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and giving it a little bit of a freshen up as such, but uh, no, definitely, I think it could be a nice, easy... Uh, uh, what is nice is because this isn't as grotty as others that we've shown in the past, it could obviously tick up a few more boxes because it's a bit easier to visualize what it could be for either an investment property or, or someone's first home or, or second home even but uh no yeah like it it's a good property wouldn't take too much you've got all the basics in place it might be just the case of just finishing off as it says so yeah 160 yeah one hundred sixty thousand floor plan can't really see where you can add much value other than decorative
1: yeah, um, it was added on the 30th of June, so it's not sold mm. yet. So I think there's probably a bit of scope for, uh, you know, uh, coming in a bit lower than that with an offer where you could, uh, you know, add even more value, uh, I think. Sure. But again, um, I did uh, have a look uh, and can see on here that it's been empty for a little while as well. So again, these are properties that I just sat there. I know we keep harping on about it, but it's uh, it's empty and it could provide, around, um, you know, for a small family, it'd be a lovely little home. Definitely. Get in touch
0: with Miller Countrywide, Camborne for more details on that one. So guys, thank you so, so much for your time and for joining us. If you've got any questions, you know where we are, but please do get in touch. Let us know your feedback. Please like the podcast wherever you listen to us. Uh, Share it wherever you possibly can. We'd love to get uh, more people on board and listening and, and trying to help get this message of the Cornwall housing crisis and the issues that are around it and surrounding it out there to as many as we possibly can. And of course, get in touch with us
1: absolutely and you can do that by going to cornwallpropertypodcast.com uh, and scroll down to the uh, front page there where you can message us or go onto our social media which many of you do as I always say on Facebook and uh, yeah just a big thank you from us uh, for always getting in contact you know without you guys we wouldn't have the show and uh, we love getting your questions and all that type of stuff uh, so yeah just get involved and uh, we're here to help if we can definitely and we'll be back next week with the Ask Dan and James podcast where we are answering two more listener
0: questions so yeah get in touch chuck your questions at us and- we'll do our best to help so thank you it's a goodbye from me and that's goodbye from me
1: take care guys